Hello and welcome to a podcast, the podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Robbie. And we're going to do things a little differently tonight. As you know, our president has been uh, recently diagnosed with having COVID-19. He spent a couple days in the hospital and um, as of as of this recording yesterday, he was released from the hospital and went back to the White House. And we'd like to play a uh, message from the president, just kind of giving an update on himself, reassuring everyone that he's doing okay. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world, and it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming momentarily. Thank you very much. And Walter Reed, what a group of people. Thank you very much. All right, so as you can hear from the president himself, everything is fine. Nothing to worry about. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm definitely not um, about to pass out from a lack of oxygen, and I'm definitely not stifling a cough. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not struggling just to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> it really makes you wonder why they immediately released him from the hospital. Well, reportedly, he was very bored, um, <laughs> you know, in the presidential suite yeah. of Walter Reed Memorial Hospital. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sure all the all the tests was were uh, that they had to run and everything were getting in the way of his tweet time. Yeah, yeah. Well, he <laughs> we had about a day and a half of no tweets from the president. I guess longer because um oh shit, who was it? Was it Mike Pompeo? It was somebody. Somebody accidentally confirmed that the president isn't the one that tweeted that he had COVID, and I guess the first couple tweets that were updates from him from his Twitter account weren't actually from him because he said some. I can't remember if it was P Pompeo for sure or someone else, but somebody was being interviewed and asked about it and they were, they were basically like, yeah, once such and such happened and blah, blah, blah. That's when, that's when the team sent out the tweet. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, but the president never transferred uh, his responsibilities to Mike Pence or anything. He stayed in charge the whole time. He just, you know, wasn't capable of tweeting. But <laughs> should the should the U.S. get attacked or anything, he still had full control of that. So yeah, that's good. Also, I don't know if you saw, by the way, as well, but uh, Kaylee McEnany also has COVID. Yes. She tested positive. And this is very short. This news <laughs> came about shortly after her defending herself from not wearing a mask. Like, Yeah, while well, not wearing a mask. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I guess let's briefly back up. So Donald Trump... Um, <laughs> Two days after debating Joe Biden and uh, dogging on him for wearing a mask and mocking him for 
you know, practicing CDC guidelines and everything. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> it's only a matter it's COVID. of time. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. And you know what? I'm just I'm just going to say this now, and then we can discuss it. And I'll, I'll state my case here. <laughs> okay. Um, since COVID... Since COVID happened, like in, you know, February or whatever, when we were gearing up for it to enter the U.S., um, I I knew that it was pretty likely Trump would get it, right? I mean, in in a in a different world, or like actually just four years ago, <laughs> the idea of the president contracting a super contagious virus or a plague, basically, uh, you know, you just didn't think it would happen because of all the safeguards around the president, and he's yeah. you know the most protected person in the country for good reason. But with Trump. Uh, it just seemed likely that him and his entire camp would be dumb enough to get it somehow. Um, but I've held the belief this whole time that the uh, worst case scenario for this country would be Trump getting the virus and it not killing him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, as we've already seen, um, he's still in the first sort of wave of having it. He's only had it for not even a week now at the time of this recording. And... Uh, he's drugged up on steroids and, a, you know, a um, medicine cocktail that no one else has access to. He's getting the best treatment available to anyone on the planet. He has all these resources at his disposal. Yeah. And because he feels good and he's high as fuck right now, he's like, oh, see, I told you this was nothing to be worried about. Fuck yeah, you, you know, bro. Yeah, never mind the 200,000 people that have died. doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not I think important. it's 208 now. Oh, my my apologies. My yeah. information was out of date. <laughs> yeah. Well, to to be fair, your information was probably from an hour ago, so <laughs> that's true. Yeah, definitely. And and even it wouldn't even have to kill him, but if he had to like go on a ventilator or something, you know, really, really horrible like that and you know, power had to be transferred and all that shit. Um, that would even still be better, yeah, than him being more or less fine. Yeah. I mean, at least he's not, like, asymptomatic. I think that is worst-case scenario. Right. Well, like I said, anything short of him dying is, like, worst-case scenario because, yeah, he can downplay it. Now he can just yeah. downplay it. Yeah, he, he can be like, I had that. it, and I'm fine. Exactly. Maybe his... he'll be one of the people who have uh, long-lasting I hope so. health issues. <laughs> I hope that yeah, second I mean, wave like, comes and just yeah. knocks well... him on his fat fucking ass, honestly, because... <laughs> I know, right? Well, the, he's in like the one of the most um, at risk groups. I mean, he's seventy two, I think. Seventy three or four. He's morbidly obese. He's on a steady diet of hamburgers and Adderall and Diet Coke <laughs> and all that. Kofi-fi. He fucking never sleeps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, he should have. He should have killed over the second he became symptomatic for it. I mean, like, you know, based on his pre-existing conditions. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if he weren't the president of the United States, maybe that would have happened. Yeah. But, dude, just, like, the fact that he left, he, not not when he was discharged from the hospital, he straight up just left the hospital briefly to get, it, to, like, do a motorcade because his fucking maskless supporters were surrounding the hospital. So he drove around the driveway, risking the li- endangering the lives of Secret Service members, 
by having them fucking sealed into a car with him. Those cars get hermetically sealed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the air is recycled through the cabin. So they're all breathing his fucking air. <laughs> his COVID air. They're all going to get it, presumably. Yeah. And then he gets himself discharged from the hospital, hopped up on whatever the fuck they gave him, uh, goes back to the White House, immediately takes his mask off, touches everything. Like, dude, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy so hard. And then spits in the face of anyone who has suffered or died from this virus by being like, I told you. I told you so. It, it's really not that bad, guys. Don't be afraid of it. If you get it, it's no big deal. You can just, you know, get fucking metaflighted out of your White House like I did <laughs> to the greatest <laughs> hospital ever and get the best treatments available to only a, a, a team of doctors that only work with you 24 yeah. hours a day and your six room suite. Yeah, just just ignore all the hospitals that had to turn people away and basically tell them just go home and you'll die there because we don't have room for you. Yeah. Or yeah. you're too dangerous you're not, to be you're, yeah. you're not dying now, so we can't do anything for you. Yeah. But yeah, like in Texas, for one example, they straight up, like if people were past a certain point where nothing could be done for them, they just told them, well, I'll just go back home. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that, what's weird, too, is that he has long, I think this even uh, pre, like predates him as president. He's like for a very long time claimed to be a germaphobe. So yeah. you'd think this would be his, like, worst fucking nightmare. And maybe behind closed doors it is. Maybe he's, like, properly freaking out when he's not in public. I don't know. But it is uh, very strange. There's a video I saw. Um, there's no there's no audio except for, like, helicopters in the background. But whenever he first arrived back at the White House, um, there's a video of him kind of just standing around posing. He, like, goes up the balcony steps. Right. And, dude, he looks fucking rough, man. He's, like clearly gasping for air clearly trying not to cough he's like fidgety he looks he looks concerned and scared which is nice to see as he should be and um but still just projecting like you know oh i'm i'm donald trump i'm tough just like dude fucking <laughs> this guy just needs to be kicked in the ass with some humility honestly yeah it's like fuck you think, I mean, even for Boris Johnson, this was like a humbling experience. Yeah, Boris Johnson. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? So, yeah. Um, dude just needs, like, really just needs to fucking come down with the worst possible case of it for anything to matter. And then his supporters, of course, are not all of them, but I have seen it on Twitter and around the internet and stuff. People posting that... Um, they think that the Democrats purposefully infected him oh, somehow. Sure. That they they planted the virus on his mic or something uh, at the debate. It's like no, he uh, he already had it at the debate. <laughs> That's probably why he fucking showed up late <laughs> and uh, didn't take a COVID test like he was supposed to. Yeah, because the incubation period is what like two weeks. Yeah, something unless like it's that. changed since you know. Whenever we got that information from, who knows? But, but I mean, Hope Hicks, Hope Hicks had it. They covered it up, and then he got it. Everyone else is getting it. Kellyanne Conway has it, and then apparently it's a whole weird thing on Twitter. So, Kellyanne Conway's daughter, um, I'm 
I'm blocking on I'm blanking on her first name right now. It starts with a C. Something Conway. Claudia. Claudia Conway. She's like famous on TikTok. She always posts anti Trump shit and talks yeah, shit about her trying parents. Trying to get herself her emancipated. <laughs> yeah, her parents are reportedly horribly abusive to her, just emotionally and um very neglectful and whatever. Um but on Twitter they were talking about um I guess Kellyanne told her daughter she didn't have it when it came out in the news that she did have it and then didn't self-isolate. And now her daughter is super sick with it. So she effectively lied to her own kid about having it just to keep up the fucking party line or whatever, whatever the motivation for that was, and then gave it to her. Now she's super sick. And then I, I watched a video where she was recording. Her mom was yelling at her. She's like, she's like, you told your, you told the internet that I had COVID fucking COVID like screaming at the top of her lungs about it and then she's like are you fucking recording me right now <laughs> dude she's a fucking monster and uh but yeah so Claudia was talking about how um she's saying that behind the scenes they're freaking out about Trump and they're scared as fuck about Trump because apparently he is not uh in as good as health as he's portraying himself to be obviously and obviously i mean yeah that's obviously um if you know anything about trump you can just assume that <laughs> but also exactly. also um apparently <laughs> this is just according to reports and uh, sources wishing to stay anonymous but you know people within the circle are saying that um don trump jr is trying to stage an intervention for his dad because his dad's acting erratic and crazy and <laughs> is like ignoring the advice of his doctors and everything <laughs> so, <laughs> take that for what you will like i said it's you know it's being reported but oh shit okay so i know <laughs> we you once uh, told me about a movie that was supposed to be made uh, for a really long time wherein Will Ferrell would play Ronald Reagan during the yeah. final months of his presidency when he had <laughs> Alzheimer's. Yes, dude. <laughs> that never I ended up being made. I think, I think maybe we need to transition that <clears throat> into the final days of the Trump presidency. <laughs> Will Ferrell could play Don Jr. scrambling to like stage an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, no. Will Ferrell should play Eric Trump who is currently testifying in court uh, about his family's crimes. Yes, in in New York. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, dude, and now now I'm reading that uh, restaurant staffers are having to all quarantine after working the Trump fundraiser that he had (laughs) despite, you know, his circle coming down with COVID. Jesus Christ. And then there was... um, I can't even keep track of all these people. There was some fucker who tested positive and then still went to an Oktoberfest event. Um, Chris Christie is now uh, being dragged because he has COVID and um, is seeking, uh, well, he's just seeking medical help for it. Um, when he said a couple months ago that like, you know, it is what it is and like sacrifice the week to save the rest of us right. or whatever. So they're like, you're a hypocrite. You should just die alone. 400 pound Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the the week we need to get rid of the <laughs> less able yeah yeah good god yeah dude, it's just no self-awareness it's, it's just blowing. crazy it's just fucking crazy i mean the, the comedy writes itself truly it does yeah i mean this is definitely one of those scenarios where it's like you can't really 
write anything that's funnier or more absurd than the reality. Yeah. Because we really do live in the dumbest timeline. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the second Trump tested positive, the first two or three hours was just, okay, how do we spin this? Right? There was mm-hmm. like probably no real concern for his health. It was all about preserving the image right. and preserving his seat and everything. And just like, yeah, preserving the party line, all that shit. Just, okay, how do we spin this? How do we cover this up? What are we going to say? Blah, 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 blah. I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised they didn't hide it and just send him to Walter Reed under the pretense of, oh, he's he's getting an early start on his physical again or whatever yeah. the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I am, I am legitimately surprised that they just immediately came out and said that he had it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's insane. But here we are. Meanwhile, I just die of allergies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the COVID don't get you, the allergies will. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's how it feels. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, so the incubation period for COVID is... It can be as early as two days or as long as 14. The average is about five. Yeah. So, yeah, he uh, definitely had it and probably knew (laughs) that he had it. Oh, yeah. Or had some inkling that he had it well before the debate. Another funny thing is um, Rudy Giuliani went on Fox and he kept trying to attack Joe Biden and, like, talk shit on his, uh, you know, taking precautions against COVID and all this. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately... He couldn't stop coughing to get his point across. <laughs> and he kept getting interrupted by fits of, like, fucking coughing and hacking shit up. So. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Good it's, shit. Yeah, it's, it's, just, good it's shit. just like all these people trying to be like, ah, you know, all the, why is it that suddenly all these uh, conservative uh, members of Congress and these conservative... Uh, talking heads and stuff that they're all getting sick but none of these uh liberal democrats are and it's like huh if only there was a specific reason that we could point to that might explain this phenomenon yeah jesus christ dude and uh, the the greatest irony of all is the same crowd of people who um mocked ruth bader ginsburg's death uh, I don't know if I told you or if we talked about it, but um, in Mesta Park here, which is not a Trump-supporting community from what I understand. I mean, it's like... I mean, I wouldn't uh, think so. No. Um, but some, I guess somebody... So just to kind of explain this. So every year, except for this year, in Mesta Park, in the neighborhood park, um, they have an event called Mesta Festa, which just like raises money for restorations it's a historic neighborhood and um there's like live music and a beer garden and food trucks and everything it's always and a good time kids events yeah it's it's great it's my favorite event in the city of the year they had it virtually this year where you could buy a package that included you know a certain amount of beer and merch that you would normally pay for there and That's whatever cool. and they live streamed events well at the actual location where they had the event on the day that they were supposed to have Mestafest. Um, some Trump supporters rented out the space and used it to have basically a root RBG is dead party. <laughs> and they just like waved Trump flags around and like kind of celebrated that the seat was open in the Senate and all that shit. So edgy. So cool. 
Yeah, so basically, we have a group of people who support the, you know, who celebrate the death of everyone that they don't agree with, uh, who don't give a shit about the 200,000 dead people, blah, 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 etc., etc. The second Trump tested positive, just the tweets, the Facebook statuses, the Instagram posts came flooding in of the morally bankrupt left mocking Trump for being sick. What if he dies? You know? (laughs) Yeah. It's so it's An so immediate, immediate it's so mean face. how they make fun of this. It's not funny. He's <laughs> sick. What if he dies? Who gives a fuck? Fuck you. Like, God. Just picking and choosing. Yeah, no. Never ends. The hypocrisy, man. The hypocrisy. And before you come after me for calling me a hypocrite, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yes it's like you can you can try and point the finger all you want at me but you have to remember that i don't fucking care yeah exactly i'm not the one claiming to be better than anyone else or you know have the moral high ground to anyone else um but whatever if he did die i could definitely i could see the uh, republicans going well now we have to push the election back oh yeah yeah, because the people need something about the people need to have their fucking I don't know. They they come up with some bullshit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. I mean, I'm sure they'll even if he doesn't, dude, they'll want to push it back for his health or something. You know. Yeah. Well, they're certainly not going to have any more debates. No. Although the vice presidential debate is happening tomorrow, I think. Yes, uh, they're going to have to stand 12 feet apart, and they're going to be divided with plexiglass walls. Nice. <laughs> you love to see it. <laughs> We've been saying for a long time now that we live in a dystopia, but like we're fucking in it, man. Like, oh, yeah, we're di- we're, we are knee-deep at this point. We are full-on living in a futuristic dystopia of our own making. And here's the thing too, though we uh, I've floated the McDonald's polling place idea to a couple different people, and so far everyone's really on board with it. Yeah, I think I think it's mostly the uh, free dollar menu item <laughs> <laughs> that really does it for people. Here's a McChicken well, for voting. Well, what's funny is like two days after we said that, if even two days, um, was it Jack? And- was it Jack in the Box? No, no, no. Oh, shit. Not Jack in the Box. It was Foot Locker. Foot Locker announced that uh, uh, you could like register to vote at like 2,000 of their locations. <laughs> Foot Locker, huh? Yeah. Of all places. Of all places. A cheap shoe store. Dude, Foot Locker used to be so cool. Just like the aesthetic yeah, sure. of the the aesthetic of it in the 90s when everything was like industrial and oh, right, like warehouse right. looking and like there were chain link fences inside places remember that <laughs> <laughs> a trend that should come back yeah there's a there's a store i have no idea if it's still around now because i, I every time i i have been to the mall i never see anybody in it but there is a store in the mall uh, at the big mall here in Omaha that still has the chain link fence <laughs> inside. Oh. It's like the, uh, like an urban streetwear type store. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, uh, as, you know, a style that hasn't really been a thing in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that faded, uh, quite a while ago. 
Yeah, it's one of those stories every time, I mean, even as a child, I remember walking by it because it's right by Von Mar, I think, which is one of the main exits. And every time we would walk by it, I'd be like, huh, there's nobody in there. <laughs> but it's here it is all these years later. It reminds me of um, whenever we used to go to Crossroads Mall in Midwest City, which has long been, a, I don't even know if it's abandoned or not, but like. Yeah. We have a Crossroads Mall here too that has uh, also long been abandoned. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there might be, like, two stores left in there. Uh, it used to be the mall, like, in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. It used to be, like, the fucking mall. And, um, anyways, when we first moved here, it was, like, on the cusp of the decline, or maybe, like, right past the decline. But, either way, um, I remember we passed this store, and it was, like, one of the only... I don't think there were any other stores around it. It was just, like, empty places with the gates down and there was some urban store that had like they did license plate engraving <laughs> and that was the thing <laughs> <laughs> what they did like vanity plates basically uh, okay, okay because uh so like you know in oklahoma you, you don't have to have a license plate on the front of your car and some states like texas is the only one i can think of but some places you have to have license plates in the front and back so yeah. it used to be where people would put like bullshit plates on the front of their cars here back in the early 2000s nobody gives a shit anymore just another thing the millennials killed <laughs> and um so i guess there was a demand in urban areas or something for like sh like graffiti themed front license plates i don't know I, yeah totally <laughs> yeah i just remember it being there and we were like this looks interesting and we went in yeah. and looked around and there was like random shit but that sounds like a relic of the 90s to me yeah. Well, well it's gone well, now. <laughs> Not forgotten, no, uh, though. I still remember it. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, at least somebody does. <laughs> uh, Jesus gone, Christ. but not forgotten. Maybe that was the name of the store. <laughs> <laughs> gone, but not forgotten. Custom license plate engravings. I would take you know, that, I... And, and I would have that put, instead of, like, a regular tombstone, I'd have, like... <laughs> the concrete square whatever and then have a nice engraved license plate i think that'd be yeah. nice <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of individuality uh dude let's just do that man let's just it's <laughs> okay this is a stretch hear me out okay okay it's a it's a new sort of like funeral type of business okay uh so it's like uh you know cremations and mm -hmm. then the the ashes are stored in a license plate cover and the license plate <laughs> takes the place of the tombstone or the the headstone and now they're with you forever just don't ever wreck your car <laughs> <laughs> perfect it'll, it'll take could... the place of those tacky stickers that people put on their entire back windshields of like yeah perfect it's just all your dead relatives instead yeah, yeah, maybe because you know you could they can like press your ashes into like a vinyl record and stuff. Maybe we could start doing like we could have like a, have your relatives pressed into novelty stickers that you could put on your car. You could, wait, I I've never heard of this. They could put people's ashes into records. Yeah, yeah. I mean, allegedly, I don't know how well it works. Okay, what's that Kiss album that if you play it backwards, it's like <laughs> satanic scripture? I want to be put on that one. Any of them, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Love Was gun. Revolution number nine, where yeah. they say Paul is dead. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think just they put, just like mix it with the the vinyl and press it into a record. Can I do picture discs? Because I definitely want to be <laughs> fucking pressed into a picture disc of Thriller. <laughs> you know, I'm sure if you have enough money, yeah, uh, you absolutely can. Shit, dude, vinyl pressings are so expensive. It's probably more than a fucking regular <laughs> funeral or disposal <laughs> service. <laughs> Yeah, I want to I do the thing where they like put your stuff your body into a bag with like a tree and then they bury it. Yeah, that's cool. Do you know what would be even more hipstery, douchey, and pretentious than being pressed into vinyl? What's that? Uh, can they press you into like typewriter ink ribbons? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a really good question. Because <laughs> I want that, dude. Yeah, I would like to be mixed with ink so that somebody can use me in a fountain pen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, maybe that maybe that should be our business, dude. We'll just uh, press people's ashes into items. Oh Jesus! I wish I hadn't searched this. I don't know if this. It actually, it's from NeptuneSociety.com, so I don't know Oof. how reliable of a source that is. But apparently, uh, you can have tattoo ink made with the uh, cremated ashes of a loved one. <laughs> God, oh, I don't like that. That makes me uncomfortable. But only want... if they're allowed to misspell the tattoo. <laughs> yeah, right. No regrets. Yeah. No, re no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> 1975 <laughs> to 2020. I'm going to get a fucking collarbone tattoo that says no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> it's to remind me to live life to the fullest, you know? No regrets. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, it'll match my Stew Pickles tramp stamp. <laughs> dude, so uh, I was reminded randomly the other day. I was watching a thing, and they ended up talking about the Rugrats movie or one of the Rugrats movies. I think the first yeah. one, and I the plot I have completely forgotten. And it was apparently that Stew Pickles. They were taking. They were all going on a vacation, and Stu Pickles like knowingly endangers everybody by buying a really <laughs> shitty, rundown boat, and puts their lives in danger because he's a cheapskate. Was that was Stu Pickles or, a cheapskate though? Or was that the? Uh, or was that, that maybe one that of Drew? the Wild Thornberries ones? I don't know. I feel like Drew was the cheapskate. I don't know. I don't remember anything about the movie, so I don't remember. I think Drew. I can't speak to the validity of, of the plot. Maybe it was Drew. I haven't. Here's the thing. I don't think, despite being a huge Rugrats fan as a kid, I don't think I watched any of the movies. But based on what I remember about the characterization of Drew Pickles, I'm going to assume Drew was the cheapskate who um, rented the boat that endangered everybody. Because Stu was just like an inventor and like yeah um i don't know drew is definitely like the cutthroat yuppie wannabe maybe you know maybe that is the crossover with the wild i don't remember i don't remember anything the only one i remember really is regrets in paris because i watched that one the most yeah 
because I just I remember one episode where they they like had a puppet show and <laughs> Stu and Drew had to be the puppets and it turned into some sort of like family therapy session where they like <laughs> reenacted dramatic events through the puppets <laughs> and like had full uh like full on emotional breakdowns and they were sobbing and at one point Stu called Drew a cheapskate or something. What a show. <laughs> what a great kid show. <laughs> the only one the episode that I remember the best is when they're in the the car dealership and the the car dealer is is <laughs> they're like pretending they're on in submarines because they're getting minivans and they look kind of like submarines and the guy selling them the car is a literal shark. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the one where grandpa rented porn? <laughs> oh yeah. He's like you're not old enough for that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> it was like something in space or something, or like space babes or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Cocksucking bimbos in space. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Reptars whore. Come come slut hussies in space on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, th that's why haven't they done porn on ice? Because <laughs> the only thing on ice anymore is Disney, that's why. I I just I think this is an avenue that the porn industry should really explore. Dude, just a fucking ice capades porn parody, just sex capades. Yeah, perfect. Boom, done. It's you got you got some skilled uh, actors and actresses in the porn industry. They can figure out how to fuck on ice skates. <laughs> After they figure out how to act, right? Well, you know, one step <laughs> at a time. We can get acting coaches. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I'm just envisioning like two people like doggy style standing as they like go in a slow circle around a ring. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> the impressive part would be if you could give a blowjob and uh, skate backwards at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Do a standing 69. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, they do that anyway. Yeah, so, exactly. uh, dude, all you need is like, there, why isn't there live sex on ice? <laughs> what have we been missing this whole time? Yeah, I mean, for some of that stuff, as long as you have, you know, like the six three, uh, two hundred eighty pound black guy with like the <laughs> four foot ten, sixty five pound woman, <laughs> it'll be easy. Jesus Christ, dude. Wow. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's too cold. Apparently, though, a lot of porn stars are super racist. Really? Yeah, it's a That's... thing, apparently. Like, there are a lot of people who refuse to have sex with black guys. Jeez. Yeah. It's apparently a huge problem. Name one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dox him, dude. <clears throat> what who if I it? did? What's, just immediately. What's her real name? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I remember one time uh, when I worked at Lens Crafters, uh, Miriam, Miriam asked me if I remembered some girl from high school because we went to high school together. And yeah. um, I was like, what about her? Miriam was like, okay, well, she's a porn star under this name now. And we <laughs> looked her up in the office. <laughs> nice. The, the only video that she had done at the time, her first, like her introduction to porn was she got gang banged on the side of the road in the dirt. 
<laughs> like had her fucking <laughs> face down in the muck, dude. <laughs> oh god. It was like, oh my god, what happened to this poor girl? <laughs> Fuck. Like, I, I'm not gonna shame sex workers or they, kink face shame. Face down in the dirt, but on I'm the fucking assume, side of the road. I'm gonna assume that was not the fetish, right? I'm gonna assume that like. They took advantage of this girl. Yeah, I think that was like it probably just was not okay. It was really not okay. Yeah. Uh, God bless her. Hope she's doing well. <laughs> One can only hope. There was a dude that uh, I worked with uh, when I worked at the music store in Portland, who uh, lived in where where was he at the time? I think he was maybe living in California. And uh, the du- the people from he was skating with uh, some of his friends, and the uh, people from uh, Bang Bus approached him and asked him if he wanted to be on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He declined. So that is real, huh? That's not a setup thing. Uh, I that I mean that's I guess I'd always assumed that yeah it was a, a setup because I, I feel like I have seen a bang like Bang Bus stuff pop up before. I was like. Oh, I recognize you. That looks like a porn star. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a mix. I don't know. But he he I was approached know. to be on Bang Bus. Hmm. I just I just assume everything in porn is fake, so Well I, yeah, I mean I think most of the time it is. Although there was that thing Yeah. There's like a guy who was on Bang Bus and couldn't couldn't get it up. That's like a supposedly hmm. a legendary thing i've heard people talk about it before hmm well that sucks but just a just a a sobering experience i'm sure (laughs) yeah i think uh, a lot of people talk mad shit i mean i don't think i'd be able to get it up if there was a camera on me so i sympathize no definitely not I, i sympathize as well can't relate but i can't sympathize yeah sure definitely (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ man well so you're starting a new job today i am indeed in a about an hour and a half nice you going to work for the trump campaign since they're losing people yeah yeah i'm going i'm knocking doors Decided not to wear the mask, so I'm more personal. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, how has that not been a thing? I mean, I'm I'm assuming that people aren't really knocking doors at all, but that would be fucking hilarious, dude. Some oh my Trump, god, Dad, some Trump campaign right canvasser. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kind of maybe it has happened, just um in states where less people care. Right. I don't really know. Yeah, I know so... that the Biden campaign isn't doing any of that. Or at least that's yeah. what the report is. Again, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Haven't had well, anybody I... knocking on our door here anyway. Yeah. So you're getting into the, the world of being a barista, eh? Indeed. Got a, a cheeky little job at Starbucks. Uh Gonna be uh, cool. slinging coffee and hopefully before too long some puss as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. 
all those agitated moms in yoga pants, dude. Gonna have <laughs> get the cream of the crop right there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm going to turn that camel toe into a waterfall, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Turn that camel toe into a melting plastic horseshoe. (laughs) That camel toe is about to find an oasis, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, I'll be spending the rest of my time going to flight school. Yeah. Become a pilot. Yeah. No, it's way cheaper to just like um get a VR headset, right? <laughs> uh, well, they haven't added VR support yet to Microsoft Flight Simulator, so. Oh, okay. Well, that's a shame. Got to got to occupy my time otherwise for now. Yeah. So you're going to be an airline pilot, huh? Yeah, maybe in like uh, you know, 4 years. <laughs> Yeah, well, now that you're out of your twink, uh, twink phase, you can't really be a stewardess. So that's true. Yeah, logical you can't step do that anymore. Pilot, you know? exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy for you. I wish you the best. <laughs> I hope you get good grades and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I hope the FAA likes me. <laughs> hey, if the FAA, uh, fuck, if the FAA don't take the you. FAA. That- if the FAA don't take you, the FFA will, so. <laughs> That's true. At least I've got a backup plan. There you go. I'm either going to be an airline pilot <laughs> or a cowboy for the future farmers of America. Who knows? <laughs> either way, I'll be happy. Yeah. Presumably, I'll just be f- fucking my way through the world one way or another. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. It's not uh, nearly as sexy to be. A, it's not 1965, so I don't think it's nearly as sexy to be a pilot. No, or <laughs> or a cowboy that uh, fucks high school students. <laughs> That's also frowned upon. Yeah, it's not really cool anymore, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. You damn millennials! <laughs> They're killing all these industries. Yeah. Why has there not uh, been an article, like a, an Onion article or something, about how millennials have made it not cool anymore to hit on underage women? I'm surprised that nobody's done that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Sounds like an untapped market. <laughs> to write the article, not to fuck the <laughs> kids. <laughs> it must be very clear. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna start. It's gonna be my next business venture. I'm gonna start a, uh, a a comedic satirical article writing service, but it's only about sexual assault. Oh my god! We'll see big numbers. It'll be huge. You realize BuzzFeed exists, right? Ah, shit! I'm surprised BuzzFeed still exists because it's come I'm out. I'm surprised like... that BuzzFeed is like a credible source of news. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, they've they've leaked a lot of shit. Or yeah, like but they broken don't the leak. story. I, I let me rephrase that. They've broken the story about a lot of leaked shit. Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm aware, they don't really verify anything. 
before they release yeah. stuff, like the whole uh, the dossier at the beginning of Trump's presidency, which was not verified or corroborated at all before they released it. Not corroborated. Corroborated. Yeah. But it's it's come out like from multiple people that they're a fucking horrible company to work for. Well, it's I'm like sure, a really yeah. shitty, toxic, terrible work environment that they don't pay you for your work properly and all this shit. I mean, even the goat quit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised that they <clears throat> that they haven't been canceled yet, you know? Yeah. Like, Bon Appetit got canceled rightfully, immediately, and, and yeah. BuzzFeed is, has, nothing has happened. Yeah. Yeah, let's start our own, dude. We'll be revolutionary because we won't treat people like shit. And we also won't uh, sexually assault our employees. I don't know. Seems pretty tough. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I don't know. That seems pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. It seems pretty cool to be in a position of power that you can abuse. <laughs> Just saying. I don't cool. know, bro. It seems pretty chill. <laughs> He's pretty dope, dude. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but... Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Just throwing it out there. Seems pretty dope, dude. Well, I'm just... I'm from, I'm from a different time. From a different era. Yeah. I'm from a different era, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. No, dude. It's fine. I'm just... Yeah, from, from a different time. Different era, dude. Dude. Dude, it's oh cool. Oh, my God. Just imagining a fucking, like, surf bro using that excuse. I'm just from a different era, dude. <laughs> SoCal's not an era, bro. <laughs> no. Trying to justify shitty behavior. Yeah, not, bro. It's not Dude, like that, bro. Like... I'm just from a different I'm just from a different era, bro. No, bro, it's chill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, bro, it's chill. <laughs> it's you've been accused what? of sexually assaulting seven different women. How do you respond, dude? Dude, it's chill. It's chill, bro. I'm just from a different era. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be like that. I didn't know they were gonna respond that way, dude. <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be like that. <laughs> I I didn't know that they would say anything about it. All right. Damn, bro. I didn't know it was a big deal. Okay. <laughs> bro, chill. Chill, bro. Honestly. It's an overreaction, bro. Because it, it ain't even like that. Chill. It's real chill. Uh, Jesus Every, everything is copacetic. <laughs> Everything's copacetic, bro. Just chill. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think whoa just chill would ever be a good response to any type of allegation. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Like, imagine if that was Hillary Clinton's response to Benghazi. Whoa, just chill. <laughs> whoa, whoa, like, just chill, all right? Now imagine... Oh, God, dude. Remember that episode of Drake and Josh where Drake was like, whoa, just take it easy, man. What if that was his response to uh, him getting canceled? Just all these allegations coming out. All the out. allegations. Whoa, take it easy, man. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, uh, shit, I, I forgot he got canceled. Yeah, well. Well, I mean, in fairness, he kind of got happened. canceled like 10 years ago. <laughs> it could be argued. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. If you count fading Christ, into dude. relative obscurity, being canceled. Yeah. 
Uh, so, I have a phone again for the first time in a week. Ah, uh, yes. You, were, you, were, you know what? It's kind of liberating to not be able to contact anybody. Or to be contacted. I was going to ask yeah, about was that, kinda, how it felt being disconnected. It's kind of nice, dude. Um, I believe it. The, you know, the worst part about it was not ever knowing what time it was. <laughs> but even like that, I feel like you could maybe get used to after a while. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we just have to write be like, oh, yeah, can't check. So, whatever. I mean, like, I would have to, basically, I would wake up in the morning, what I assumed was the morning, because I go to bed super late, because I work kind of late, and I'd be like, oh, fuck, what time is it? And I'd have to get out of bed and go to the kitchen to see what time it was. That That part kind of sucked. <laughs> Um, but other than that, it was pretty chill. <laughs> it was chill, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, my phone my phone broke last Tuesday uh, suddenly, or Wednesday or whatever fucking day it was. I don't know. My charging port got damaged, I guess, somehow. I think moisture got into my phone somehow. So I haven't had a phone. I shipped it off to Google um, and filed a warranty claim, and they just haven't received my phone yet, or at least confirm that they've received the phone yet uh but i'm using madeline's old iphone which is weird to go back to an iphone i'm sure yeah mostly because mostly because the keyboard is completely different and the keyboard on the iphone sucks dude um it makes sense i'm not okay i'm not one of those like android i don't give a fuck honestly um i've had iphones and various android phones there's certain things i prefer about one and there's you know certain things i hate about the same phone as well so right i don't care but i will say um it's cool that on an iphone after you know 12 years of them existing or no longer than that i guess however long it's been it's cool that they finally have widgets now that's nice <laughs> welcome to welcome to 2020 apple yeah right um i had widgets on the first fucking android phone i ever had um, so welcome to the modern era of being able to customize your homepage. Also, yeah, the keyboard is atrocious on these things, dude. I actually downloaded a Google keyboard from the app store because the Google keyboard is just so nice. Um, the difference is that, well, I'm trying to explain it now. Like, okay. Whenever you go to the, when you open your keyboard or you're using the keyboard, whenever you go to the, um, like alternate keyboard that has the numbers and symbols and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just laid out in a way that makes sense. Like you go over to it and on the iPhone, the, the comma is just like off to the side in a weird spot. And on the Google uh, keyboard, it's just like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just where you need it to be. And I guess like the Apple keyboard is set up to be like a regular computer keyboard, but when you're typing with your fingers or I mean, you always type with your fingers like, <laughs> when you're on a small, glad you caught a that. small touch screen and you're typing with your thumbs, I should say it just, I don't know. It's just uncomfortable. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, if you haven't, if you've always had Apple, you're used to it and you're not going to get what I'm saying. But if you've ever had an Android and you've switched, like it's just weird. And it's not just because it's different. It's just laid out in a strange way to me. I don't know. So I hate I hate the keyboard. Everything else is fine. Um, they have the same shit Google has now or Android has now. So that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. 
hopefully I get my phone back soon um, so I can switch back to it. And uh, I will say it was a complete pain in the ass to switch all my sh all my data and shit over to an Apple phone. And it's going to be equally a pain in the ass to switch it all back and turn off iMessaging and all that shit. So yeah, can't wait to do all that. I mean, at least that they you were able. But to... yeah, so like, because you said that your original card, your original phone d didn't have a SIM card, right? But they sent you one. Yeah. Well, first I had first Madeline had to unlock her phone from AT and T, which actually wasn't as annoying as we thought it was going to be. Um, AT&T has an online portal where you can do it. So first I had to unlock her phone and then I had to set up the phone to work with Google Fi, which is the provider I have. Um, and then I had to, yeah, set up iMessaging again because I disabled it on my computer because I don't have an iPhone anymore. And then I had to download all the Google apps and just, like, sign into all my accounts. That was the worst thing, dude. I had to download every fucking app that I use every day and sign in manually. And just... What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it took, like, an hour. Just, you know, because... Okay, what password goes to what? Blah, blah, blah. I haven't had to do this in over a year, you know? It's just... It's just there. It's already signed in. I, you know touch my finger to the button it works it signs me in automatically now it's like i have to enter my password i have to verify my password oh shit i have to reset my password because i don't remember what the <laughs> fuck it was i've been logged into this account for years now so yeah but whatever it's cool i'm plugged back in baby <laughs> plug me and in the daddy. rest of the world Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Any updates on the uh on people moving in upstairs? No. No, dude. The fucking these people living across the street that I kinda hate, uh they yeah. approached me when I was putting up Halloween lights and asked if it was still available. I guess their mom wants to rent it. And I was just like, Oh no, it's not available. <laughs> it, to it totally is, but is it, are these new people or just the same people across the street? No, it's the people whose fucking dog bit my neighbors who moved out. Oh, Probably right. because that they got attacked by the fucking dog across the street. I don't know. I don't know why they actually moved out, but that was like uh, an event that happened right before they moved out. So I'm going to assume it was a deciding factor. Of yeah, yeah, that probably contributed. Just, you know, that probably left a bad taste in their mouth. Um so yeah, they they came up to me, their mom with their mom, and they were like, oh, "I'm trying to rent this place." It's like, eh, you can't. <laughs> eh, eh, we don't rent to you people. <laughs> we don't like your kind around here. <laughs> we don't much care for your kind in this here neighborhood. You know, meth addicts. I don't have a meth addict. So the dude, people like, like the one that's like directly across from your house, or the one that's the the brick one that's like to the left of that one. No, the one directly across the street. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because the one to the left is where all the meth the meth people lived. Yeah, dude, the fucking crack twinks. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I believe I believe I've told you that story. <laughs> yeah, they invited you over to like a meth field orgy, right? Yeah, yeah. I was it was when I was dating Garrett. We were outside. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette, I think. And yeah, there's one of them came out and then Garrett said hi to him. We just like talked to him. 
And then he's like, yeah, well, there's a bunch of gays in there. We're like, oh, yeah, we just went to Pride. And they're like, yeah, us too. He's like, I don't know what they're doing in there now. They're probably smoking meth and watching porn. Yeah, I can introduce you if you want. <laughs> Oof. Like, we're good. Yeah, no thanks. I'm going gonna, gonna to take a rain check on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that house has been relatively uneventful for a while. That's good. Um, the last, the last crazy person that lived there was a chick that was using my uh, laundry room. Secretly, yeah, <laughs> had who been may or may presumably have, for months. Yeah, who may or may not have slashed, um, what's his name's tires when he lived above me. Yeah, who also one night was throwing uh like glass dishware out of her window at somebody. <laughs> cool. Yeah, she like got in some sort of domestic altercation with some dude yeah and she lived in the like one of the top floor units and was like hurling glasses and plates at him <laughs> isn't that nice <laughs> yeah uh fucking destroying your <laughs> destroying your dishware to own a bad date <laughs> bold move yeah well it showed him i'm sure <laughs> this will teach you <laughs> now i have to eat off my countertops <laughs> All I got is paper my, plates now. Drink out of my cupped hands. <laughs> I don't know, man. She could. She can't afford fucking a laundromat. She probably can't afford new dishware. So. It is. It is weird because it's not like that is a bad area. <laughs> I feel like these stories like paint an incorrect picture of the area in which you live. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't live in like fucking. It's not a bad neighborhood, Detroit or anything. It's just these like random, <laughs> yeah, isolated things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, just, you know, it's been gentrified, you know, it's good, everything's fine, it's just, <laughs> every once in a while there's a pocket of people that think that it's still the old, yeah. run-down place it used to be, and they move in, and then they move out. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there was the meth house down the street, but the cops were there, like, every night, so I, w I wouldn't say that was really a an area of concern. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... It was more sketchy when the cops were there than when they weren't, so. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty wild. I feel like there there was, I remember, like, one week in particular where they were there, like, almost every single night. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> go out on the front porch with a beer. <laughs> Just watch it go down. Yeah, I do. I do miss that, man. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good way to spend a Thursday night, you know? Yeah. Nothing like a cool drag of a menthol in the <laughs> fall air while you're watching a house get raided. <laughs> well, there's four people handcuffed on the on the sidewalk. Just sitting on the curb. Yeah. Hard to beat those times. <laughs> the halcyon days of... 2018 or whenever that was yeah no nah, fucking no but yeah 17 when did i live with you i <laughs> don't remember i don't know dude how long have i known you i don't even fucking know that's a good question i feel Couldn't like tell will, you. i feel like five-ish years probably yeah I, don't know. I feel like willem dafoe in the lighthouse dude just like fucking no concept of time or anything how long have we been here <laughs> how long ago did zoot shoot break up <laughs> Nine years, three months. I don't fucking know. 
<laughs> Who's to say? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, dude, I feel like... Uh, I didn't have my phone to take notes with, and I'm not going to fucking write it out by hand, but I feel like there was a topic or something. I was like, oh, I have to bring this up. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Hmm. I don't know. Well, perhaps if we put our brains together and our thinking caps on, we'll unravel this mystery. Well, tune in next week to see if we ever figured out what the fuck the topic was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robbie, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm done, dude. I gotta get some lunch. I gotta take yep. a shower. Then I say I gotta take a shit. Probably. Yeah, that'll probably happen. I gotta do the same. I'm These are all things shower. that I also have to do as well. Yeah. Hopefully, if I have to shit, it's before I take a shower. Because ideally. You don't. You don't want to be. I always feel. Yeah, it feels like extra gross if it's like you just got out of the shower and then you take a shit. Yeah, yeah. T- you know, squeezing out a turd between wet butt cheeks just is not <laughs> ideal. And then wiping with toilet paper, it's all crumbly. And... Yeah. Well, there's the episode title. I think. Right yeah. There. Yeah, and then you got that feta cheese looking shit in your butt oh, hair. God. <laughs> it's like finely grated parmesan. Oh, 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 oh no. Tastes like it too. <laughs> oh god. What are these? Diced olives? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this this must be that Mediterranean feta. What are these? Diced olives and <laughs> Oh god. Hmm. <laughs> dates. Mm, baklava. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, I'm done. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, if you like this, you can catch us this time next week, wherever you just heard us. Thank you for joining me, Robbie. And uh, I would like to extend my warmest wishes to COVID-19, who is currently battling Donald Trump. And... Um, Just wish you well. God bless. God bless (laughs) y'all.